Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Starters, drink some water. Secondarily, rate the show. Review the show by scrolling down and fucking typing some shit in when you press the... Uh, what the fuck is that? The loose leaf paper and pen thingy that you can touch and then you can start writing some shit. And rate the show. Rate the show by clicking the fifth star, right? Last but not least, if you want to email me, email me, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com and I got you. Some of you guys DM me, be like, yo, bro, not for nothing, that was me. I really appreciate you reading my email. I appreciate your insight. And I'd be like, yeah, nigga, I got you. And I mean, you you write into me, the good brother got you covered. You know what I'm saying? The original black man got you covered. You feel me? Now, enough of the, of the theatrics. It's time for me to talk about what needs to be talked about. And before I even get to this, do you, do you ever listen to like a, a podcast and they be like, we have a special guest. And I'm like, ah, right, he's coming up. And then we were like, yeah, man, it's fucking P. Diddy. He was like, nigga, why'd you tell him already? Fam, the, the only reason why we're listening to the episode is because it says who's featuring on the show already. Like, we, we have full understanding about what we're about to listen to. It's not a surprise. So I'm talking about American Skin, right? And why did I make this a solo episode? Why can't I just talk about this yesterday, right? Is it that deep? Is there anything that I'm saying today that I couldn't have said yesterday? Do I need to be so long-winded? And the answer is fucking yes, I need to be long-winded. Because I'm just not feeling what I'm seeing right now, right? So before I get to what I'm, what I'm not feeling, let me, get to you, let me get to you what I am feeling. I am feeling this movie, right? For everything that it represents. So it's for starters, it's a low-key star-studded cast, right? You got Nate Parker. You got Amari Hardwick that played Ghost. You got Theo Rosie. Just do me a favor. Google Theo Rosie. And he's like a that guy actor. Like, oh, oh, um, that, that, that dude. I know him. Know what I mean? Uh, who else they got? Just to make sure that I'm not tripping. Where is he at? Where is he at? Oh, come on, man. They're not going to leave me. They're not going to leave me hanging like that. Fucking Google now. and But I don't want to waste y'all time about just stopping the show and see who I'm talking about. But there's an older gentleman, which is Nate Parker's uncle, and he's another that guy. Like, oh, oh, that dude. I know that dude. It's a lot of that dudes in this movie, right? And it was written by Nate Parker. It was directed by Nate Parker. It guest starred Nate Parker. Uh, very similar to Birth of a Nation, right? And as you can see, Nate Parker's film style to date is getting information to you that he feels like you just didn't have and illustrating said information so it can be palatable so you can have an understanding of what you didn't have an understanding of prior to watching the film, right? And I'm aware of the rape case that he was involved in, that he was acquitted of. And, you know, that's always a slippery subject. Like, just because he was acquitted, does that mean he didn't do it? And what, you just never know, right? You know what I'm saying? It's, there's just never a way for you to tell but I seen that was a lot of the blowback that came from Birth of a Nation and not wanting to support him. Like, yo, this nigga, 
could be theoretically a rapist, although he went to trial and got acquitted for it. You don't know all the particulars that led to the acquittal, whatever have you. This man might be a dubious man, whatever have you, right? But do we hold somebody to like hypotheticals when they haven't shown anything like that since to something that they was acquitted of? I don't know. I'm still wrapping my mind around this. This, this new adopted way of thinking, right? Now that we have all this access to the information, this information era, how do we see a man, right? But in my head, I'm like, all right, this was in 2001. That doesn't make it any less, that doesn't make it any more right. You went to trial, was acquitted of the charges. He's been in the public eye since, hasn't done anything like that since. So maybe it was just something where it was the wrong place, wrong time, whatever have you. You just don't know. I don't know the particulars, right? So I'm watching this show. I'm watching this movie, I should say. And I'm intrigued because I'm on Twitter and Instagram like everybody else. And when the trailer release, it's like, oh, you see a more militant John Q, right? That's that's all this is. It's, I mean, John Q, his son needed a kidney or the pancreas or whatever. And John Q was like, nigga, I'm not going nowhere until my son gets a kidney. That's just what it is. I'll, this hospital is a wrap. And with this, you just see like, oh, somebody shot his son. He's going to go uh, get vengeance. He's locking up everybody in the police station. I wonder how this movie's going to come out, right? But then you watch the movie. And this is why I just couldn't talk about this shit for two minutes and just keep it moving. You watch the movie, and then you watch what's being critiqued about the movie, and I feel like niggas are gravely missing the point, right? The points that he was trying to make in the movie, the things that he was doing in the movie, things that were highlighted in the movie, things that were drawn out, uh, to be monologues in the movie. And everybody was like, oh, it's supposed to be a movie about such and such, but it just wound up being preachy and anticlimactic and one-sided. And what kind of fucking movie were you watching? What type of movie that deals with law enforcement is never anticlimactic and one-sided? Let me know. If this movie was based on a bank heist, if this movie was based on one one to get revenge, if this movie if this movie was about say for instance if this movie if a movie came out in two thousand ten right about a person that wanted to wage war against bankers and he was going to banks robbing them shooting niggas doing whatever he had to do so he can reap what he lost in the two thousand eight market trash right and the movie ended with going to go shoot the family of the person that gave him the bad advice, right? I'm like, oh my God, this shit is so great. And oh, look at this. I mean, cinematic brilliance and whatever. When it's a revenge story that doesn't have to do with race, but it deals with like behavior or mood. It's all love. It's all good. Oh man, just let's, yo, I'm gonna tell my friends about this. Let's go watch this in droves. But here is the plot of the movie. And I'm going to try to give away a lot without giving too much. I'm going to try to choose my words carefully, right? I'm going to just go with what you saw in the trailer and just try to build from that. There's a man who's driving with his son. This man, his name is Lincoln Jefferson, right? His son's name is Kajani Jefferson, right? They're driving. It's all love. Cops pull them over. Lincoln Jefferson does everything that the officer says. He's complying with everything. His son pulls out a camera, right? Can't the, the police officer saying, yo, put that gun away. I'm sorry, put that 
camera away. Johnny is like, why? I'm just recording what's happening. They're asked to step out the car. Um, there was an insurance card. There was two insurance cards in the in the car, one of them which were expired. And before Lincoln Jefferson was able to go back into the glove compartment and get the renewed insurance card, the police officer just make a, made a terrible decision and took the life of Kajani Jefferson, right? But then the movie shows why Kajani even had the mentality to put the phone out in the first place. It shows Lincoln Jefferson's background because he used to be in the military and how he got to this point to provide a better life for his child. It shows the ideology that the cop that pulled him over was carrying around with him to do day-to-day services. It shows the overall thought process of police officers once they were kidnapped. It shows what drove Lincoln Jefferson to kidnap a certain police officer to then kidnap all the police officers and have them in a hostage situation so he can get answers to why his son got killed. It shows why Amari Hardwick is even in the movie in the fucking first place. It it just shows all of these things, right? Piece by piece. And everybody's saying that it's rushed. I don't think that it's rushed. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to pay attention to the points that he was trying to make in the movie, Right? Why are cops pulling us over? What is in their training? Why do our kids put themselves in a position to be shot when it's not even a fucking position to be shot? Right? What is the difference of coming from one type of school to another type of school? What is the difference between having this kind of parenting or training that I said in the last episode as opposed to now? How does the news cover a man getting shot. All these things are happening at the same time. So when I see things and when I read the reviews that it was rushed, that, um, that it meandered, that had a one-sided storyline, that, um, that it was preachy, that the monologues was too long, that the movie was stagnant, that the movie was low budget, the movie wasn't carefully thought out, the movie wasn't planned. The movie was anticlimactic. It just shows you the way people think in regards to certain things that they see. And if I do nothing with this platform, I'm going to aid you niggas in how to fucking view things, yo. Because I can't have this shit going on, son. There's absolutely no reason why this movie, when I watched it on Amazon Prime, wasn't on the homepage. If you don't know this movie exists, you just won't know. It's just somewhere in the abyss. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for Twitter just retweeting it and retweeting it and and IG, like I didn't see this. I wasn't on YouTube and I saw trailers to American Skin. I wasn't watching anything and I saw trailers or a commercial for American Skin. I didn't see the ad of American Skin in between my IG pages when I'm looking and they have those little shits, whatever. I didn't see none of this, right? And you think that it's because Nate Parker went to trial for rape in 2001, but no, son. Watch that movie. Like, for real. I I really want to tell y'all so much, but I understand that it just came out. Ask for somebody's Amazon Prime account, if you don't have it on your own, and pay the $7 to rent it, or pay the $10 to buy it, 
and really watch that film, son. Watch how things are just broken down, right? And how certain things like black on black crime. I remember I, I remember when I talked about black on black crime months ago, and people hit me up like, you know what? I never thought of it that way. In 2020, it's 21, it's 2021 now, but in 2020, all these critical thinking, cognizant, intelligent adults had didn't even fathom the other side of black on black crime and how that shit does not exist. Right? Nobody thought about this. Very few. I I wasn't I'm not independent in how I came to the conclusion that black and black crime doesn't exist, but the masses don't know. And I believe the masses are watching that movie like I hope this movie is good. And they're not pulling away from it the information that this nigga was trying to tell everybody. And that is the fucking problem. Yo, is this a good movie? Is this a bad movie? The, who is, the, is the hero cute? Yo, does Shorty got the fatty? Or, or do they fall in love? Or does this nigga get shot at the end? Or I wonder what's going on this? What is the climax? What about the script? What about the screenwriting? What about the lighting? What about the budget? What about the cameras used? What about the background? What car was he driving? Who is he dating in real life? None of that shit fucking matters, my nigga. None of it, son. Watch that movie like I am watching this movie for information, right? Now we had to blend information with cinematic drama and whatever have you and different types of shit just to maintain your attention because that's why the movie's an hour and a half in the first place. Somebody hit me up independently and was like, yo, I like the movie, but I just feel like it was low budget and it was rushed. And I was like, I don't believe any of those things. I believe that the way they shot it, I don't want to get into why it looks the way it looks because that's telling you more of the movie. But there's a certain reason why it looks like it's low budget. That was done purposely. And the reason why it was done in an hour and a half is so everything can be hard hitting. Because we're in it's just funny how niggas operate, right? Everybody's like, yo, there's too much, there's too much fat on the meat. We we got we we gotta live in a fatless society. It's all about hitting the points. You know what I mean? One minute clips, one minute and thirty clips. Nobody's gonna be watching anything for three minutes. Commercials gotta be this long, thirty seconds, fucking all these things in regards to just shortening things so things to be closed and compacted to the point. We're a to-the-point society or our fucking attention goes elsewhere, right? Isn't that what we're taught? Hmm? Why do you think I do these fucking podcast episodes with 20 minutes? You don't think I follow the rules? You don't think I know the rules? You don't think this nigga Nate Parker? You don't think that what this movie's based around, it couldn't have been a three-hour movie? Of course it could have. You don't think it could have been a 10-episode Netflix series, of course it could have. But no, nigga, he's trying to have you pay attention to the points he was trying to make. How media spins things, how cops spin things, the ideologies of different races of people and how they view the world, how you can come to these conclusions, how impressionable little kids are because they just take things at brass tacks and they take things in a what the fuck is the S word in a semantic point of point of view and they, they don't understand nuance or if you're black or if you're white, the rules don't apply. And they're like, why aren't we all Americans? Like fam, I'm telling you, I am fucking begging y'all to watch this movie and not come from it. Like, Oh, you know, I, I really liked it, but blah, 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 blah. Like it's nasty, son. When you watch, after you watch that movie, watch the stance that critics took not that it was informative not that it was eye-opening yo i never thought of it that way yes i'm an elderly or a fucking middle-aged white man that never been through no problems 
I believe this shit was uh was preachy. What was preachy about it? Like even with it being preachy, what was the subject being preached about? And just look at how they dismiss that. Look at what the fuck they're dismissing in that movie, yo. It's sickening, my nigga. Like for real. I I can't Let me tell you something. About white people or people that never been through nothing. They can't fathom how the real world is actually is because we're all on the same planet, but we're all not on the same world. And anybody that critiques that movie like it was preachy or that it was anticlimactic or whatever phrase you want to use. Do you know anybody has ever been affected negatively by the police? Do you? Do you know anyone that's been shot? Was about to get shot, been choked out, been beat up, bloody nose in the back of a cop car. If it didn't happen to you, do you know anyone? How many people do you know that has been affected by this? When is the last time you got pulled over and why did you get pulled over? I wonder why these niggas is pulling me over. When is the last time you was pulled over? How many times have you been pulled over? How scared are you when you drive with a fucked up registration because you're like, yo, damn, what if the cops pull me over? How many things go into your mind before you drive the car under the notion that if I get pulled over, I'm fucked? Because it's not about if you get pulled over. For a bulk of us, it's when you get pulled over, right? And the people that's offering terrible critiques on this movie, don't get pulled over. Never. And if they've got pulled over, they was legitimately speeding or they were really drunk. Right? Do they know anybody that was beaten up by the police? Ask black people, specifically. Yo, you know anybody that was ever fucked up by the police? Everybody knows somebody that did it. That's not the fucking case with upper class, middle class people. And that's definitely not the fucking case with white people. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say this again. My tone is going to be real low. And then I'm going to end the episode. Watch American Skin. Pay the $7. Whether it's on Apple, whether it's on Google Play, or whether it's on Amazon. Don't go into it like, oh, it's an action-packed movie. John Q was a movie about a son and the family that, whatever have you, like John John Q's wife or whatever, they were strapped for cash. They didn't have the bread for the kidney. They wasn't trying to wait on no goddamn kidney list, no donors list. The fucking kidney had to come right now. That's a movie. That's why Eddie Griffin's in a movie, to provide comedic relief. This is not no fucking movie like that. This is a vessel of perspective and information the country still hasn't wrapped their mind around. And I need for you, if you listen to my show, I respect you intellectually if you listen to my show. Watch that movie. Email me back, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. And let's really have dialogue around this movie, man. This movie needs to make millions. Like, for real, this movie shouldn't, like, be a... What the fuck is it? Be a... What the fuck? Like a, like a dud. 
It shouldn't be a dud. There's no reason for it to be a dud. This movie should profit. I believe our children should watch this movie just so you can see the five different types of mentalities that go into being an everyday person, how they can all, how we all can occupy the same land, but just look at the world so differently. This movie is important. It's one of the more important movies I think I've seen, like for real, because this is real shit. This shit can really happen. Your cousin can get killed. My fault for stuttering. Your uncle can get killed. Your son can get killed. Your father can get fucking killed. Like, for real. And then after somebody that you really love and you cherish gets killed, just watched how the series of events are going to be spoken about. Like, being killed is, 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 is just okay. They did. They abandoned protocol. This Breonna Taylor shit. Like, it's all... This shit should just tell you what's going on with the media and how they spin things about how cops could go into Breonna Taylor's crib and shoot her and they will talk about her drug dealing boyfriend like any of that shit fucking matters okay watch the movie email me at thegoodbrotherexperienceyout.com let's start dialogue screen record what I'm saying put it on your timeline have people like, I wonder what the fuck is he talking about? Why is he so passionate about this? And even if they don't agree with me, at least they will see the information so we can start putting this shit in our conscious, man. It takes a village. Let's be the village of critical thinking and not being like sheep. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll speak to you on 67.3 when I'm reading emails and making you niggas laugh again. Holla. <laughs>